0: How's it going, everybody? And welcome to Just nova's Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Daniel. And today, we're doing a podcast. Woo! If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button. And also, hit the like button. It's the one with the thumbs up. If you want happiness in your life, if you want some excitement, if you want some good love, hit that thumbs up. Good love. That was different. That, 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 was that was a new one. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> so, also, comment what you want us to talk about next week. As you guys are going to see throughout this video, we took you guys' suggestions from last week, and we're talking about it this week. So let's get this train going. Let's start this thing on the road, whatever you, how you say it. Let's go. Okay. So I think a lot of people like this from last week, but we got to talk about some more like versus characters. Let's go. Okay. We're going to do Marvel villains against other Marvel villains. Ooh, this should be good. Okay. So you have to answer who would win in these fights. Okay. So the first one, Venom versus Green Goblin. Ooh. Now, you got to take into account all their powers, right? right. you got to take into account everything. Okay, so we're talking Venom with Eddie Brock. Yes. Okay. Well, I would assume... Green Goblin's very smart. Mm-hmm. Similar to Peter Parker. Right. He would know how to make Venom have a hard time with like loud sounds and ringing the bells and car alarms. Yeah. So, I, I think Green Goblin would win. Yeah, Green Goblin would win. The technology... It's kind of like the Batman thing, right? He has gadgets. Like, he has all the technology on his side. Yeah. Venom kind of just Venom. I think I want to say, though, like, it could go either way. Venom, obviously, super strong. Right. He could stab him, too. You know what I mean? Like, he could beat him up. Yeah. I think eight times out of ten, Green Goblin wins. Just out- outsmarting him. Yeah. I-, I agree. Okay. But Venom does have the hive mind. Which has a lot of knowledge. That is... Oh. So so, it's kind of close. Let us know what you guys think. Comment who you feel. I'm going to go final answer. I'll just go with Green Goblin just because I feel like he's iconic. So is Venom, but I think... <laughs> gosh, this is tough. Green Goblin. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, Thanos, no stones. Okay. Okay. Versus Ultron. Shoot. That's kind of a hard one too. Thanos with no stones. Thanos with no stones. We know he knows how to fight. Right. In he, the in Infinity War, we see Thanos in the beginning with one stone, right? He with has the power stone. stone. Right. But he was able to beat Hulk hand-to-hand combat without using a stone. Right. Gosh. But Ultron, right, built out of vibranium. He has his powers, you know? We're talking MCU movies. We're not talking comic book versions. No, just MCU movies. I think Thanos would win. Really? Well, think about it. I mean, Ultron in the movies, the vibranium part, yeah, I get that. Like yeah. He, but... I think Thanos can wreck Vibranium. Thanos cannot fly. Yeah, but I, I don't think he needs to. I think if you look, when he's fighting Captain America in the MCU movies, mm-hmm. he has the shield. He breaks the shield, which is the Vibranium shield. Right? Doesn't he like wh- whack it a bunch of times and break it? Well, with his blade. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're saying he doesn't have the blade. In my head, I was thinking hand-to-hand combat. But if he has the blade, that blade is supposed to be able to defeat Vibranium. Yeah, so I I give it to Thanos. Yeah. Now, if we're we're talking comic books, I feel like Ultron has more potential. But for now, I think we're just going to leave it at Thanos. Yeah. Loki or Mysterio? Loki or Mysterio. Loki. Yeah, I agree. That one was... The MCU Mysterio was a little, like... He's just using technology. Yeah. Loki actually has powers, magical powers, you know? Right. Okay. Killmonger? That's not the Black Panther. Just Killmonger Okay. versus Zemo. Okay, well, obviously, Killmonger is a way better fighter. Even without the Heart Shaper, Killmonger is an amazing fighter. He obviously has killed so many people. Zemo has the brains. Yeah. But he also has some fighting experience, too. Yeah, but it's Killmonger. I guess. I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean... No, you know, I think Killmonger would win. Because I think Killmonger, he is so tactical. He's smart, too. Yeah. Right? He's, all those. He has a bunch of scars. Those are each kills. Right. I mean, the guy is known as one of the deadliest assassins there is. Yeah. Okay. Wenwu with the rings. Okay. Or Thanos with no stones. Wenwu with the rings or Thanos with no stones. I mean, we know that the rings are very powerful as we see, like, Wenwu just destroying time. I mean, he's just going through all the different wars and he's just dominating. Yeah. Thanos with no stones obviously is still, Thanos is still really strong as we, we talked yeah. about just like a second ago. But Wenwu with the rings. Hmm. I think based on just like what we see with the rings, and mm-hmm. we haven't really seen much of Thanos in the MCU without his stones. Yeah. I would say Wenwu with the rings. Yeah, because those are supposed to be some of the most powerful weapons in the MCU. Yeah, because I think theoretically, Wenwu can shoot the rings and mm-hmm. probably penetrate Thanos. I'm sure it could. Yeah, there's got to be something to that. Because obviously, when Wenwu's fighting Shang-Chi, he's not going to penetrate the rings through his son. You know, all he wanted to do was get to the gate. Right. Yeah, I think Wenwu would win. Yeah. Because I I think those rings are something different. Like, yeah. we haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, we haven't really seen the full potential of the rings. Yeah. Okay, so Scarlet Witch or Hella? Scarlet Witch or Hella? I well, think this one's kind of easy. Well, Scarlet Witch. Yeah. We, I mean, she literally almost took down Thanos <laughs> in Avengers Endgame when, like... The whole superhero ensemble couldn't do that. Right. And she was going to single-handedly do it. Yeah. Namor or Abomination? Namor. Yeah. Look Dude, at what he Namor at. is crazy. Yeah. Don't get his wings cut, though. Oh, little, yeah. His little, little <laughs> wings. <laughs> I know we saw him wrapped up after like his, his wings were wrapped up, like yeah. they're healing, but do they just like grow back? I feel like they do. That's kind of cool. Yeah. The Abomination we saw in The Incredible Hulk. Was very strong, very deadly. Mm -hmm. The abomination we saw in She-Hulk, a little soft. I think they're going for that, though, but... (laughs) I mean, (laughs) come on. Namor is going to probably win. Yeah, I think so, too. Okay, so moving on from MCU villains. Okay, now we're going to go to Disney villains. Ooh, this is harder because we don't really see Disney villains always, like, fighting and stuff. Right. So, Cruella? Okay. Or Yzma? I would say Yzma. Yeah. Yzma's got the... Got the crazy, like, potions and stuff. Yeah, she's got technology. She's got the potions. She could probably turn Cruella de into a cat. Yeah. Scar or Shere Khan? Scar. Yeah. Scar is, obviously, he's, like, physically strong, right? But mentally, like, he really messes with people. Yeah, I feel like Scar, the one thing that Scar is really good at, manipulation, and he's kind of like Zemo, right? Yeah. He's able to turn people against each other, make them think a certain way, And they end up fighting each other when, really, they should be fighting Scar. Right. I mean, what do you guys think about this? Like, I think Scar would win. Yeah. I think. I think so, too, though. So, Gaston or Captain Hook? Obviously, based on physical appearances, Gaston's totally outmatches Captain Hook. That's true. I don't really know. I mean, I think Captain Hook has his strength. Gaston has his strengths. But I feel like Gaston is kind of just all show. I guess, but... You take away Captain Hook's sword, then what? Still got his hook. Okay. That's true. I forgot about the hook. And I think he carries a gun. Doesn't Gaston have guns too? Yeah, but I don't know how... I mean, Gaston says, like, yeah, he's like the greatest hunter. But I don't know. Gaston killed Bambi's mom. Yes, he did. Comment if you agree. Okay, Gaston wins because he killed Bambi's mom. Yeah, (laughs) Gaston. Okay, Lotso Bear or Stinky Pete? Lotso Bear or Stinky Pete? I feel like emotionally, Lotso Bear really affected me in Toy Story 3 in terms of just the pure evilness yeah. that a bear could have. Right. Stinky Pete also, very disturbing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Lotso Bear is more evil. In my opinion, okay? Lotso is nothing without all those other toys. He is nothing. Yeah. All those other toys did the work for him. Yeah. Stinky it- Pete, now. He caused a lot of trouble on his own. Yeah, Stinky Pete got his hands dirty. <laughs> he, was, he was breaking them boxes. But he also has the, the pickaxe. Yeah, you know what? Stinky Pete, if I, if I was a toy and I had to get in a fight, I would kick Lotso's butt and I would be a little scared of Stinky Pete. Yeah. Yeah, Stinky Pete would win. What do you guys think? I feel like that one's pretty valid because, yeah, is like a Zemo, right? He's kind of like um, he can manipulate people to follow him, but once he falls as a leader, And everyone turns on him. He's worthless. Yeah. Okay. So the Zerg that we see in Lightyear. Okay. Or Syndrome's AI robots. The Zerg we see in Lightyear with that super suit. Mm Mm-hmm. Or the Omnidroid. Yeah. I mean, the Omnidroid, let's just put things in perspective, right? The Omnidroid killed almost every single superhero in The Incredibles. Yep. Besides, you know, three. Yeah. So. I think, I mean, I think that if we're talking the arsenal of Omnidroids, right? So there's not just one. Right. There's like two or three, right? There's at least two. I mean, come on. I think we got to give it to the Omnidroid. Yeah. I think so, too. You got to. Because it's AI. It's constantly learning, right? It learned how Mr. Incredible was fighting. So then it kind of almost took him down. Yeah. Because if you think about it. Yes, in Lightyear, we see Zerg. He's still alive. Spoiler at the end. Uh But Buzz Lightyear could take out Zerg. That's true. I'm pretty sure the Omnidroid could do the same. Yeah. I mean, the Omnidroid, right? It took Mr. Incredible and his entire family. And keep in mind, they're superheroes with superpowers. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear's a space ranger with a laser gun. Yeah. And Zerg is Zerg. Yeah. I mean, Zerg is obviously... In the light year version, he's like a boot, like really big, right? Yeah. He's like an iron giant that's a little miniature. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the answers that we had were pretty valid. I feel pretty good. What do you guys think? Let us know. Comment what you got, like your answers. I would love to see like some of these were pretty interesting because there's a like the Sneaky Pete one and the Lotso one. Like there's some mm-hmm. that are very, either way it could go, right? Venom yeah. and Green Goblin, like it could go either way. Right. And. Yeah, those MCU ones, it's just based on the ones we've seen in the MCU. Okay, so moving on. All right, so last week we talked about some crazy news. I think this next segment is kind of like life hacks with some crazy news that's, like, pretty mind-blowing. So, like, when you look at chopsticks, okay? Okay. So random. I know. I just saw this the other (laughs) day. I was like, I feel like this is really interesting to me. So when you get your chopsticks out, right, you, you like, take off the paper. Uh Uh-huh. And they're wooden, right? Right. But if you look how, like, it's slim, and then at the very end of it, it's like this, like, I don't know, how would you explain, like a square? Yeah, it's like rectangular, like it's like a little nub. Yeah. So, apparently, you're supposed to break that nub off, and you place yeah. it on your table, and it's supposed to like, hold your chopsticks for you when you're not using it. Wait, what? It's So, before you break apart the chopsticks, you break off the top piece, yeah. and you set that down, and you put your chopsticks on it. So they won't get dirty? That's, that's what I saw. I never knew that. I always oh. wondered, though, why that like part was there. Yeah. Because it kind of like... There's kinda, no point. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, because why don't you just make it just a straight stick? Why does the size change? Right. So apparently you break off the square part. You place it on the table. You then detach the chopsticks, uh-huh. right? And then you have like your chopsticks that are completely thin. And then you have your little place... Where you put them when you're done okay that makes a lot of sense actually yeah it is really i mean i was shocked i mean we've been using chopsticks for a while and i, I was like well, i never understood why it was there yeah what i do to keep my chopsticks clean i take off the paper and i just ball it up and that's my like holder <laughs> same <laughs> that works but i think that the breaking thing makes more sense it does i just wonder in my head i'm like trying to process it like yeah how hard is it to break that rectangle piece off the chopsticks I don't think it's that hard, actually. Really? Because if you just kind of just think of how easy it is to break apart the chopsticks, right? It's got to be easy to kind of just snap it off. I guess. But, like, it's just such a small piece. Yeah. I feel like it's hard to get that I think that's why they make it a different shape, though. Oh, interesting. Right. So it kind of breaks off away from the other part. I guess let us know, guys. What do you guys think? Like, have you guys ever done this? That's pretty genius, in my opinion. I guess so. I mean, we have to try it. I should have tried it before I talked about it, but let us know if you guys have tried it. Yeah, so apparently in Sweden, I think it's Sweden, they just released this new movie theater. It's like the VIP movie theater. It's like this VIP experience where you have this movie theater, you pay $50, Okay. you get food, you get drinks, you get these complimentary night slippers, and each seat is no longer a seat. It's actually a bed. It's like a bed, and there's two two spots. like, uh, Like, two people could sleep there. So... They have a bed as your seat in the movie theater. Yeah. And you have like sheets and you have a blanket. And it's like this the bed, the mattress goes up and down. It's temperpedic. It's very interesting setup, right? Are you serious? Yeah. But it's kind of weird, right? Like you're going, it's like too comfortable. You're going to yeah. fall asleep. Right. At the movies. <laughs> so the whole like debate too is like, you know, it could be kind of awkward in there if, like, people are on a date and it's, like, oh, bed yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Leave it at that. Yeah, it's, it'll get weird in there. Um. So they're saying, like, I don't know. Apparently every time, though, like, after every movie when they clean the theater, Uh-huh. Obviously, the bed gets a new pair of sheets and a blanket. And stuff. Just, I, I hope just, so. Uh, <laughs> just going to put that out there for anybody that's was wondering. But, uh, yeah, I feel like it's interesting concept. I just feel like it would really be hard to stay awake in some movies. Yeah. I mean, they're almost treating it like a resort. You pay $50. You get food, drinks. You get complimentary night slippers. Yeah. Like, that's, like, hotel, top-tier hotel, like, status. Yeah. It was – it's very, like, interesting to see, like, people's opinions on this because, obviously, it looks really cool, right? It looks really comfortable. Then, right. But then when I start thinking about it, I'm like, if I'm not watching, like, an Avengers movie or something, like, crazy captivating with a lot of action, it may be hard to sit through a, a movie where it's, like, comfortable bed, blankets yeah. – You know, you're eating food, you're tired, you're going to, you know, fall asleep. Especially if the bed could go all the way flat. Like, I could, okay, if it could stand up, sit up straight, like, okay, that's manageable. But once you start reclining a little bit, you're in trouble. I don't know about you guys, but like for me, if ever I watch a movie, like if I'm watching a movie because I know like, okay, I got to like watch this because I want to like understand it and I want to like theorize about things. I cannot watch it like laying down. Because I, once I lay down, I know I'm going to fall asleep. So right. I purposely have to sit straight, like, in this chair to watch. But w- the moment I, like, have any kind of recline or, like, any kind of <laughs> laying more, like, you know, on the horizon, right. I feel like I will fall asleep for sure. 100%. Especially if it's a bed. Yeah, it's a bed. It's a bed with blankets and pillows and you have food. Like, come on. You're bound to fall asleep in that. Yeah, I mean I don't know. Let us know what you guys think. Is that something that's gonna be good for America to have? Or is it <laughs> gonna be bad? I mean, I don't know. I we'll find out. Yeah, I don't know if that would be good. Okay, so moving on. You know, everybody knows about Disney's. Like they have the amazing like vacation packages. They have all the amazing resorts. They have this thing called the Disney Cruise, which we've been on. Oh yeah. Like. The Disney Cruise is like one of the best cruises you can go on. It, it. is so amazing. It has like 24 hour room service. The Gosh. rooms are amazing. And it's always so cool because like it's Disney themed. And what's really cool about the Disney cruise is they have this tradition where every like cruise, like every like three day cruise, every five day cruise, they, uh, they like, go around of all the families. They have newborn babies that like crawl uh-huh. and they say like, Hey guys, we have this thing called like the baby race and they have, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Like they have the, they have a mat and they have like a line. They have one parent on one side and the other parent on the yeah, other side. Yeah. And they put the baby down at the start line and the baby has to crawl to the other parent. And, like, the parent's like, come here, come here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but they have two babies going against each other. Right. Right, both crawling. So recently, like, a couple weeks ago, or, like, I think it was last week, there was this couple. So there's these two kids, right, two little babies, and they're crawling on the, on the mat. Yeah. One baby is struggling, right? Uh-huh. Rightfully so. I mean, they're, 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 yeah, they're babies, right? yeah. All of a sudden, this other baby just starts cruising, like, at a comfortable speed, just, like, destroying the other one, right? Uh-huh. And everyone's like, whoa, like, <laughs> let's go, right? Yeah. Or that baby, like, he's moving. Right. And he wins, like, he's done, and the other baby's, like, a quarter of the way there. <laughs> so, so he so dusted it, this baby. Yeah. The, the little boy's just, like, going, <laughs> going ham, right? <laughs> and you can see the dad kind of, like, on the other side, he's just like, Oh, gosh, like that was like that was like too fast. Like y- it's awkward because I'm like, how did that kid go so fast? Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden the kid like crawls to the dad, stands up, it starts walking around, goes, Stop! goes back to the start line, So <laughs> trying to go again. <laughs> and basically the whole like whole cruise line, everyone's just booing this little kid, right? Because <laughs> obviously the parents lied and like said like, oh, yeah, my baby only knows how to crawl. Right. Yeah. Because in order to qualify for this race, uh-huh. you have to be your baby can't walk obviously. It's a yeah. a crawl race. So if the baby can walk, obviously he's going to be a better crawler than a baby that can't walk. Right. Them cheaters? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. What? The parents, I mean, obviously it's not the baby's fault. Like the kid has no idea. But the fact that the parents put the kid in that and try to like utilize him and lie. Yeah. What do you win? Do you win something? I feel like you win something. I can't remember what it was, but you do win something. So it's, I mean, the whole cruise, you should see, there's a lot of people that are watching. Like, uh-huh. it was like a big deal to the cruise. Yeah. And then it was just so funny to see how, like, everyone's, like, shocked at how good this kid's doing <laughs> and how fast they switched up on him. Started booing this kid. So he finished and he just decided to stand up and start walking. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do you think about it? Though, if he doesn't know better, he's just going to do that. Right. That's true. Oh, my gosh. On the Disney Cruise, the one thing they have, I talked about, like how they have twenty four hour room service. But what's crazy is like you can, it's good quality food. Oh yeah, it's great. There was like we would order pizza like at two o'clock in the morning, and it would come straight to your room. The cookies, the, the cookies, mac and cheese, the mac and cheese, everything is phenomenal. What was so crazy about the Disney Cruise too is you pick up the phone, and you call, and you say like, I want. Like, something like whatever it may be, whatever food I am, you're thinking in the, your head, mm-hmm. and they find a way to make it like instantly though, instantly, yeah, it comes pretty quick, yeah. and it's so funny, like this week, I was reading this like about Burger King okay. and like how Burger King they wanted to try to figure out a way to like separate themselves from the competition, uh-huh and you know like how like for the most part, like amongst like fast food, there's this big idea that a lot of fast food has a lot of preservatives in it, right, so what Burger King did was like. We're going to set ourselves apart. We're going to really show how our burgers are fresh. So okay. what they did was they're like, okay, they talked to the marketing team. Like, we got to figure out a plan to like really showcase how fresh our burgers are. So <laughs> they get their burger, right? The marketing team's like, you know what? We have this idea. We're going to get a burger. We're going to put it in a box and we're going to let it decompose. And we're going to take a picture of it spoiled and rotten. What? So what they did was, I believe for 40 something days... They let a burger decompose, right? Uh huh. And it took about forty-three days, I think, and it decomposed, and it looks horrible, right? It looks moldy, it looks all (laughs) all messed up. And they literally take a picture of it and they post it on social media. They post it on billboards, Uh and they're like, "Look at how real our burgers are!" Right? They decompose in forty-three days, and (laughs) and what's crazy is when you look at some competitors. I'm not going to drop names, but there's some fast food out there that people have saved burgers from 1960. 1970 and the burger is still intact what it's not really fully decomposed 1970 in 1960 yeah so burger king showing that their burgers decompose in 43 days really showcase like wow you know they must be real yeah wait that's disgusting and what's crazy about this whole thing right when you look at the burgers like the picture of the spoiled rotten burger You look at it, it's, like, so disgusting. Like, it makes me not want to get a Burger King burger. Yeah. But apparently, to the public, 30% of sales increased because of this one advertisement. Are you serious? That's a lot. It's a lot. So, it showed that, like, people loved that it decomposed in 43 days. Burger King marketing team? That's insane. Yeah. I mean, I would have never in my life would have recommended to, like, this billion-dollar company... Like, yeah, let's just show the burger at its worst. <laughs> and people are going to want to buy it more. That's insane. High risk, high reward. On a lighter note, this just came out today. This is some fresh hot news. All today. Right? News today. There's this dog named Gino. Congratulations, Gino. Gino. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. It's like a news broadcast. Gino is a dog in California, okay? okay? And he's 22 years old, and he just got the Guinness World Record for, like, the longest living dog. 22 years yeah 22 years but to be fair this article is real okay yeah but i feel like we know dogs that are older than 22 years i feel like i've heard that gosh 22 years though that's a long time it's a long time because it's 22 human years yeah then there's dog years which is seven times that that's true so was that 140 something something like that i don't. One hundred 144 yikes am I, am I, I don't know That is old. Keep on trucking, Gino. I like that name, Gino. Keep on going, Gino. Let's get a hashtag, let's go Gino. Yeah, let's get a Gino in the comments, like with the little dog emojis. And every year, it'll be one more year. One One more more year. year. (laughs) Yeah, hey, do that in the comments right now. I want to see how many dog lovers are out there for Gino. Also today, in Mexico, there was a city in Mexico that has this competition, an annual competition, where they try to see who can make the most guacamole ever. Okay, so the record before today was 8,000 pounds of guacamole. 8,000 pounds of guacamole. That is insane. Yes, 8,000 pounds of guacamole. And today it was beaten for the Guinness World Record. And it's over 10,000 pounds. 10,000? So this thing is just a big pot of guacamole. (laughs) I don't know how many avocados it took. All I know is it took 300 people to work on this guacamole competition. We're going to have an avocado shortage. Yeah, Just because of that. You know what? We are in an avocado shortage. And we have people out there making 10,000 pounds of guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See, they didn't even just try to beat the Guinness World Record. They try to smash it they tried by 2,000 more pounds. Yeah. It's pretty... Uh, I don't think anybody's going to touch it. Good job to you guys. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to beat that in a long time. Yeah. That's such a weird world record <laughs> to beat. I mean... They're passionate about guacamole. (laughs) I I respect it. I love guacamole. Yeah. Guacamole lovers. Comment if you guys like guacamole. Let us know. (laughs) Let us know if you would want to go in a swimming pool full of guacamole. I will say this guacamole is one of the few dips that I can just keep going with. You know what I mean? Like I feel like a lot like salsa I feel I'll get sick of after a little bit. But guacamole I could just keep going. I feel like to guacamole it's got to be pretty healthy right? What's in guacamole? Besides avocado, avocado, onions, lime. Okay. Some, maybe some like peppers, but salsa. What is in salsa? Just tomatoes, tomatoes, pepper. I don't know. I feel like I could look really stupid right now. If there's like, if it's an obvious thing, I don't know. Guacamole though, with Tostitos lime chips. Oh, that is so good. Yeah. Tostitos lime chips. Let us know what kind of chips you guys eat. I mean, I know for me, I always have leaned towards Tostitos. Uh Uh-huh. I've always leaned to the, whatever they call the ones in the brown bag. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Whichever one that is. The one in the brown bag. I like, Okay, you know what chips are kind of slept on? Which ones? Chipotle. Oh, they're not slept on. Those Ca- are They are great I- chips. I've heard some people say they don't like them. Why don't they like them? They say like some of them are just like not it. Like they're too salty or they're, they, some of them, I guess some of them, right? They're kind, they're kind of stale, but they like, they just make them good, you know? I get it. Yeah, they are pretty salty. Yeah, but, sometimes they do salt them up. But I feel like it makes it better. It I makes mean, it way better. Yeah. I don't know why you guys are <laughs> complaining. To be fair, though, the chips and guac from Chipotle, probably the best I've had. Like yeah, The it, combination of chip and guac ratio with yeah. like the both of them being very... Uh, Delicioso. Yeah, both are great. Come on, we all know what it's like to be in the Chipotle line and they ask you, you want to add chips today? It's hard to say no. It is definitely hard to say no. Oh my gosh. Get a large chips and a large guac, and you're set. Okay, so this next part of the podcast is called Craziest Things Caught on Camera, a new segment where we're going to talk about the wildest and craziest things that security footage has seen with the eyes of a camera. (laughs) Okay, so the first thing is, it's a clip of this guy walking. When you click play on the video, you see this guy walking with an umbrella, and he's crossing the road, and all of a sudden, the road just collapses. What? And at the last second the guy's able to get by and not like get hit by or fall down. Yeah. But Oh my god dude, this guy's one of the luckiest guys ever. I know, isn't that crazy? Like literally his last step you could see he like takes a little bit of a fumble, but he recovers and he's able to move past it. He barely made it. Barely. Like by an inch. Yeah, I feel like that could have been a that could have been a very I don't know if it's deadly, but that could have been very bad. I think that could have been deadly. Yeah look at the pipes those big pipes broke too yeah a lot of people are saying that it's almost like his umbrella it must have been very heavy (laughs) 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 all right moving on to the next clip here we have a girl with an axe i don't recommend you guys doing (gasps) this she throws it and it bounces back but she luckily she's i guess athletic and she's able to dodge it oh my gosh isn't that crazy though oh that that is one of my biggest fears i don't know about you guys let us know in the comments if you guys have done axe throwing like i know like our friend Soy wants to do axe throwing yeah that's my biggest fear though because you hear these stories of the axe flying backwards right i mean look at this she threw it straight at the ground and it bounced up hit the board and flew right back at her but you know what i'm worried about is yeah that's great that she's able to duck yeah but what about the people behind her right what if there's someone right behind her that took it in, like, the foot or something? Right. That's why I'm so scared to go to these places, because you never know who's throwing the axe and, who's, <laughs> you know, if it's going to bounce back. Right. Oh, my gosh. This gives me, like, random Tomahawk Call of Duty vibes. Yeah, just, like, throwing it at the start of the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this next clip is a kid at a basketball game, and he just chucks the ball backwards. You see that? <gasps> Wait a second. I thought you would appreciate this one. So the kid... Inbound No passes, shot. Sends it to number 55. <laughs> checks it. Oh, sends, sends it to number 50. Throws it backwards. Nails it in. Are you kidding me? For everyone that's listening to the podcast right now, basically this kid gets past the basketball, chucks it backwards, and makes it. This is like 35 feet away. Yeah, it's a three pointer, right? It's well beyond a three pointer. Could you imagine? What What gets me though is I'm like, okay, this kid, this number 50 kid, okay. Yeah. I get it. You hit it this time. Uh-huh. Is this something that you guys you try a lot? Right. Like, you know what I mean? For him to take that for the last shot, not he didn't try to a regular shot. <laughs> he threw it backwards. I mean, I wonder if that's something that he does like a lot throughout the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's yeah. like, "Give it to 50." <laughs> <Whoa>. Yeah. <laughs> I just wonder, you are right? Because like it's kind of it's kind of so strange to just all of a sudden just start doing Yeah, and unle- land it. Unless there was like barely any time it's almost like the team had been winning by a lot right yeah or was this scoreboard in this i don't see the scoreboard i mean if i was a coach and a player did that (laughs) i'd be so mad i mean even if he made i'd be like bro you do not do that (laughs) yeah you better not try that again yeah this is further than an nba three-pointer yeah obviously the kid (laughs) must be strong to throw it backwards like that yeah oh my gosh i can't stop watching it this next clip is a lady in a convenience store, or I guess it's more like a market, and she gets a chainsaw, and she's trying to figure out a way to be able to steal the chainsaw without, I guess, getting caught. And wait, She's trying wait, to think of a wait. way to, to put it in her pants. No way! And she's uh, having a hard time figuring out how to do it. No way. No way this is real. Are you serious? What is she doing? It's funny how, like, this is on a security camera, like, security footage, too, like, you could tell it's real because she's in a store. I wonder what how far she gets, but you could see that she's trying really hard to to put that yeah. put that in there. Oh my gosh, she's like trying to like tuck it under her shirt. And what's funny too is like she starts like in the front of her pants and then she realizes like ah, this is not going to work. <laughs> she goes <to> the <laughs> Let's the back. go to the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. Of all things, I would love to see, like, the worker that caught her. Like, ma'am, what are you doing? Yeah, I, w- I would just, like, play it. I would just, like, let's see, let's see how far this goes. I'd be at the register and be like, so, you know, you're in need of a chainsaw? <laughs> it's just so weird because w- when you see her grab it, the chainsaw, it looks like it's so light. The yeah. way she's handling it. And, come on, to be fair, like, to put that in your pants, I feel like that's got to be hard to do. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping the blades weren't on. Like the blades weren't on the chainsaw itself. Right. I don't think the blades were because obviously that would not be pretty. she really think that she was gonna able be able to put it in her pants, tuck it under her shirt, and it's like chainsaws are not small devices. No. Like I don't. I don't get it. My question is, <laughs> what's the what do you need a chainsaw for? Like, what does she need it for? I wanted to know her purpose behind the chainsaw because yeah. I mean, I, I would love to know. Comment what you guys feel like she was using the chainsaw for and what would be the, the dire need to have a chainsaw put in your pants to try <laughs> to get out of Walmart with it. It's so funny today. I fell victim of a scam on TikTok. What? So, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Have you seen these live streams where, like, the, it's like these guys that go, like, don't send me a gift. Don't send me a gift. If I get a gift, I'm going to end the live stream. I'm going to end it. Okay, don't send I, yeah, me a gift. Yeah, I see that. I see that. So, this kid, he's like, He's like, don't send me a galaxy. Don't send me a galaxy. (laughs) And for everyone who doesn't know, okay, a galaxy is like worth $20 on a live stream where you gift someone $20 on TikTok. That's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of money. So this kid goes, he's building like a little car tower and he's like building it, building it. And he's like, don't send me a galaxy. If someone sends me a galaxy, I'm going to break my car tower. Don't destroy my car tower. I'm going (laughs) to rage, guys. I'm going to rage. And he's just doing this whole thing, right? And everyone's like, someone sent a galaxy. Right? Yeah. So naturally I had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. So this kid's going like, Don't send a galaxy <laughs> and he like he has a filter on, so it looks like he's crying. You know, oh my god. It's like god. the clown face. Yeah. And, and and I'm just watching this kid, and I'm like, bro, I really wanna see this kid knock over the car tower. Right. And I understand the game. Like he wants people to send the you know the galaxy. Yeah. So then he says, Don't send me the galaxy. <laughs> reverse psychology. yeah but he got me Um, (laughs) so the kids he's building this tower of cards and he's about like halfway and i send him the galaxy for twenty dollars okay and i'm just like oh let's see it let's see how (laughs) he plays it off right and then he just keeps going don't send a galaxy if someone sends me a galaxy i'm not gonna break i'm gonna break down the card i'm gonna rage i'm gonna rage (laughs) and everyone in the comments are like bro someone just sent you a galaxy Uh uh-huh right and he, he, he keeps building his car tower. Someone sends me a galaxy. I'm going to rage. I'm going to rage. And I'm like, dude, you just finished the car tower. Like, you were supposed to destroy it, like, halfway. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he sees the comments because I'm like, bro, like, I sent you a galaxy. <laughs> 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 and, and the guy is like, he's like, oh, no. Someone sent me a galaxy. Guys, send me a, a money gun. If someone sends me this gift, I won't destroy my tower. No. So someone please do it. Don't send a galaxy. Don't send a galaxy. And I just sat re- I just realized at that moment, like, this kid's a genius. Yeah. He literally got me to spend $20, and he's not even going to do what I asked. <laughs> he's not going to do what he promised. What he promised. And I was like, I hope everyone in his audience understood that was a scam. Wow. Yeah. If, if anybody on TikTok ever sees a video like that, don't ever donate. <laughs> because they ain't going to do it. They ain't gonna break down the tower. That is crazy. That is so funny that you did. (laughs) I just felt like I was like, man, I have to do this. Like, this kid, I was like, I gotta see him break this (laughs) tower down. It's so funny. So, we were in South Carolina. I went to a concession stand at one of these events that we're not, I won't talk about, but the concession worker said, like, okay, would you like to play card or cash? Uh huh. So, I'm like, I'll play card. So, She inputs the card into the, you know, the Squarespace reader, the tablet. Right, right, right. And then she just hands me my receipt. I'm like, okay. Like, I was like, that was fast. Yeah. I walk away and I realized, like, the food that I bought was like $40 more than what it should have been. What? And she entered in a tip for herself. What? Thinking that I wouldn't see it. Are you serious? Yeah. Whenever you guys use a Squarespace, like one of those tablets, make sure you click the right amount of tip you want and don't let them do it for you. Wait, that's weird. That's so sketchy. I think I almost paid more for the tip than I paid for the food. Stop. Are you serious? Yeah. Ryan, that's crazy. I know, but that, I hope people can learn from my mistakes. Don't gift on TikTok live <laughs> and don't let people type <laughs> in their own tips. I mean, I didn't let her you know, type in a tip. She just... Took my card, put it in the machine, and then got the receipt. and said, have a nice day. And, like, at the time, I'm like, I'm not going to look at this receipt, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't think it was, like, that crazy of a deal. But then I'm, like, looking at it, I'm like, wait a second. Why is there, like, a $40 additional charge? Dude. $40? I thought it was. It like, was an extra $40. It was an extra $40 on top of the meal. So, it wasn't 10 more than the food would cost. It was 40 more. Yeah. <laughs> it was 40 more. <laughs> what?! Everybody, you gotta learn from Ryan's mistakes. That is crazy. I know. You just gotta be careful when you're paying for stuff. Yeah. Cause that's scary. That's honestly scary. It is. Cause you just never know, like, what someone could type in. Right. And you also don't know how many other people they did that to. I feel like she did it to a lot of people. Dude. Oh Cause for her gosh. to be comfortable enough to, like, type in $40 and give herself a tip, it's kind of like you probably've done that before. Yeah. I hope. Because that's a lot. It's a lot. A $40 tip? How much was the food? The food was like $50. And it was a $40 tip? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But at the time, right, you don't think anybody would do that. Right. You don't think someone would do that to you. Dude, that's crazy. Be careful out there. Lesson learned. All right. This next part of the podcast is called What If? What If? It's a new segment called What If? I like that. It's like What If? Theories. (laughs) Theories. <laughs> okay. Okay. So the first one, everyone, let, let's let's collaborate here. What do we think about this? What if all the stars in the sky at night are actually alien cameras watching us? Oh my gosh! And during the day, the you know they're still watching. It's just yeah. that the stars aren't you know being there's no like light on them, so you right. can't see them. They don't need the flash on their cameras. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> right? But at night they need the flash, and that's why stars are out. Oh, my. Okay, see, I don't like thinking about aliens because it's just like there's so many galaxies, right? Uh Uh-huh. There's something out there. Yeah, I just feel like it is kind of like a strange thing to think about. There is a lot of different theories about space, you know? Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. And there's a lot of people that say, like, aliens are real. We'd be naive to think that we're the only ones. Yeah. Oh, that's scary. I want to say that you've talked about this like uh-huh. to me at one point. Like, what if oxygen, right, Oh, is actually killing us and it just takes 70 to 100 years to kill us? Right. Like, isn't that weird to think that's about? That's scary when you really think about it. When you really think about it. That is one thing that universally we all need, right? We yeah. all need. Life expectancy, right, is usually like it's an average. So it's kind of, it's kind of scary how, what if oxygen is the thing killing us? Yeah. Because that's one thing that we all intake. Right. It's universal. That in water. What if you were to go back in time? Okay. Right. But to go back in time, your memory had to be erased and that's the life you're living. Let's think about this. So you're saying I can go back in time, mm-hmm. but everything that I know in this moment right now will be forgotten. Right. And what if that's you right now? What? What if you're from the future, but your memory was erased? I just don't remember my past. No, you don't remember what you had in the future, but you came back to the past, and your mind was erased. So you didn't know that you time-traveled now, and you're just living this life. That's trippy. See, like, things like that, like, the whole, like, just, it's a whole cycle. Whole cycle of madness. I feel like, would I do it? Or you asked me, like, would I do it? Like, would I go... Go back in time. No, what if that's what you're living right now? Oh, that's so weird. Right? right? We wouldn't know. Right, we wouldn't. Because our brain would be erased. Exactly. So, now let me Now, let me ask you this. What if you had the option to do that, would you do it? If I had the option to go back in time and have my memory erased of everything that happened, would I do it? No. Yeah, because it'd be one thing if you could take your knowledge back and yeah. go in the past and, like, do everything right. Yeah. But the fact is, if you can't go – you can't take your mem- like all your knowledge back with you, it's pretty much where you started. Yeah, you're just putting yourself back. Yeah, you might as well just keep moving forward. Right. Because there's a chance you might not learn the things you learned at one point. Exactly. And you might – your life might not end up the way you had it. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Comment what you guys would do. Yeah, let us know. It's a tough one. I mean, it is a really interesting like concept of like – you can, the one thing, the only positive I can think of mm-hmm. is basically you just extend your life, right? Because you go back in time, you get a couple years back. Right. But, but are you extending your life? Because you wouldn't know you lived that life. That's true. It would Whoa. be kind of, it's kind of pointless. Yeah. Um, crazy theory. We know that Vincent D'Onofrio, sorry, we're going to be talking about Marvel now. Uh, <laughs> Kingpin, you know, the actor who plays Kingpin. Uh-huh. You know, everyone was asking like, who's your dream you know antagonist or your your protagonist right he's he's the antagonist yeah yeah and obviously he's like you know spider-man right right? and then he goes you guys don't even know what you're in for for daredevil born again wait what so daredevil born again is going to be the disney plus show right yeah and isn't there going to be like how many episodes are there? there's going to be like 20 something isn't there yeah i thought there's going to be a lot yeah And we know this, Tom Holland's new contract with Marvel and Sony, there's an option for him to be in this, you know, Daredevil show. Right. And they're saying that it would be the perfect opportunity to have like a comedic relief for Daredevil, like kind of like make it a little more light, more Disney friendly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because Daredevil is going to be, it's going to be TVMA. So it's Uh going to be like a rated R show. Ooh. But having Tom Holland in it. Right. It makes it a little more Disney friendly. If he's in it and we're going to get a Spider-Man Daredevil, like. Oh, that's gonna be fun! I think we might. I really feel like Disney knows, like, hey, we got time. Like, uh-huh. let's we're planning ahead. We know Daredevil is such a big show; it's gonna be coming right around like the Fantastic Four time, where we know rumors that Tom Holland's gonna be in Fantastic Four. Right. So it makes sense that Daredevil and in uh, Spider Man will be together. Oh my gosh! I mean, come on! You got 18 episodes or whatever the 20 episodes. I can't remember what it is. And you're in New York. Come on. How could Spider-Man not pop up? I mean, Daredevil would, would probably be in New York at that point. Right. But right now he's in California. Right. But he does say that he's from Hell's Kitchen, New York, I think, in She-Hulk. So mm. it's probably the same Matt Murdock that we saw in the Netflix show. I mean, and we're going to get a Spider-Man who probably won't take off his mask. Well, he probably will only do that in, like, secret. Right. He's not going to reveal his identity. Yeah. Anything. That would be really dumb. Could you imagine him revealing himself in all this whole time? Like yeah. this whole no way home thing was just for nothing. He can't. He can't. Yeah. It would be more true to the Spider-Man character if he never does it. Yeah. And it's only by himself. Don't, don't ruin it, Tom. Keep that mask on. <laughs> okay. So moving on, per a lot of people's requests. I like I, how You put that in there. <laughs> I think it's time to bring back Dumb Ways to Die. The so, dumbest ways. People have died. Yes. So welcome back to Dumb Ways to Die where I talk about the craziest and stupidest ways people have died. It's not insensitive just because they have labeled these as the dumbest ways to die. Right. There are YouTube videos on these. Okay. So this first one is very similar to one we've already heard before. Okay. So this guy was driving his car and he went into a parking lot. And now the parking lot is connected to like a body of water. kind of like off to the side. Okay. Okay. So he parks his car. And the body of water is right here. He's parking his car right here, gets out of his car, forgets to put it in park. Got okay, it. So obviously the car is going to keep rolling a little bit. Yeah. You know, rolling towards the water. Naturally. Naturally. He doesn't want his car to go in the water. Now you would think, right? What does he do? You, you would what think. What does he do? <laughs> I'm going to jump in the car and hit the brakes. That's okay. your first instinct, right? Okay. This guy's first instinct, let me jump in front of the car. Yeah. And try to hold it back. Of course. Right? As one does. Yes. So he did that. Crushed by out? the car. Oh, gosh. Didn't make it. That sucks. That's horrible. I mean, dude, what does he ex- Like, what do you expect? You gotta, like, the car is weighs thousands of tons. Like, you yeah. can't. It, it's a lot. Right? It's n- no human should be able to stop that unless you're, like, freakishly Ge-Hulk. strong. Yeah. Okay, so on to the next one. This guy lived with his mom. Okay. And his mom locked him in his room. And this guy was, like, 47. Okay. And she locked him in his room. Now he wanted to find a way to get out cuz obviously he can't get out through the door. But he has windows. But uh-huh. he's in a 9-story apartment. Okay. Building. So if he goes out the window, he has to go down 9 stories. Yeah. So his plan was, you know what? I'm going to go out the window and I'm going to I'm going to rappel. I'm going to Mission Impossible just repel. Uh-huh. Now, he looks around his room. I don't have any rope. What's the next best thing? A bed sheet. An Ethernet cable. What? <laughs> what? So he took his Ethernet cable. That's connected to his building, or how's it? We don't know what he put it on. Oh, okay. Now, he's repelling. Mm-hmm. Obviously, did not get very far. Ethernet cables are not meant for holding. Over 100 pounds of force. Snapped the Ethernet cable, fell nine stories down. I don't think Ethernet cables are even able to carry like 20 pounds. Yeah, I don't think so either. I was just trying to make him more look at least a little bit more smart. So the guy falls to his death. Yeah, trying to repel out of his window with an Ethernet cable. So he fell nine stories. Nine stories. Guys, moral of the story, do not repel from your house windows. Yeah, it's not smart. It's not worth it. Not smart. But thank you for watching. Dumb Ways to die. All right, guys, we got a lot of stuff planned. This podcast, a lot of juicy stuff. It's Thanksgiving. It's yes. Thanksgiving. We got to do some obviously Thanksgiving themed topics. And we also want to express that we're very thankful for every single one of you guys. Yes. Yeah, so this is like a very good time to talk about this. This has been a crazy year. There's been a lot of a lot of ups, a lot of trials, a lot of things that have been very difficult for us you guys have pushed us and helped us carry through and it's because of you guys that we've been able to be able to do this and talk with you guys and just hang out. And we're just so thankful to you guys because without you guys, none of this is possible. Yeah. None of it. Absolutely. None of it. Like it would just be, it would just be Daniel and I talking to each other. Yeah. Which could get old really fast. (laughs) So uh, thank you guys so much for allowing us to do what we love and to be able to talk to you guys and be able to have this community with you. And I just want to say like, Thank you. And I hope you guys have an amazing Thanksgiving with your family and uh, your family to us. So thank you for being a part of our family. Yeah. Now let's get into the podcast. Let's go. Okay. So I thought this was a really good question. Okay. So you know how like there's a lot of like cartoon characters, right? They're always in the same outfit, yeah. right? Which character would you pick to have that outfit forever? Oh gosh. Like, you know, like all the Scooby-Doo characters, right? Like yeah. SpongeBob, Patrick, Squidward, Mr. Krabs, all of them like all wear the same thing. Okay. Buzz Lightyear for sure is always in his costume. Woody is for sure always in his costume cuz that's a part of him. Well, Buzz Lightyear in Lightyear, we don't see him in the in the suit. Uh, I don't think anybody counts that <laughs> as Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> I think if I had to go with one, it would be Buzz Lightyear cuz technically that is his suit every day. That's a part is of true. him. It's that's literally true. his skin. I mean, he does have probably one of the coolest suits that he's always in. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I would say Iron Man, but, like, Iron Man takes off his suit. Right. And he has a bunch of different suits. That's true. Gosh, I'm trying to think who I would go with. My first immediate thought was Shaggy because he always just, it's, like, lazy, you know? You don't don't have to really dress up anything. I just T-shirt and cargos. I vaguely remember Shaggy and Scooby, like, going swimming. Okay, obviously they change sometimes, I guess. Okay, you're saying, like, what they're known for. Yeah. I guess Shaggy's cool. (laughs) I guess he's cool. I guess he is. Okay, so moving on. I thought this would be very interesting for you because you're in this space of playing video games and this is probably, this is going to be bad for you. Oh, really? So there's this website that exposes everyone who plays Call of Duty. Wait, what do you mean it exposes us? So there's this website on the dark web called Call of Duty Lobby Leaks, and you literally just enter anybody's gamertag, or you can enter your own gamertag, and apparently on this website, it has all your audio files from all the different game lobbies you've been in, like all the game chats you've had with your friends, all the times you're talking within a game of Warzone, it's all there. And apparently it has over a million hours of gameplay footage of conversations people had of, like, everyone's games. Wait, no way that's a thing. Well, apparently a guy I did it and he searched up his gamer tag and all these different audio files came up like all the different gameplay like lobbies he's been in okay everybody knows they've at least said one bad thing in a call of duty lobby i think a lot of people are going to be in trouble by this dude that's scary it's scary because you know that this everyone okay we all know <laughs> call of duty game lobbies right yeah. toxic 100 it's like it's like the worst part of a human comes out yeah. during these call of duty lobbies right oh yeah no one holds back People may appear nice in person, people may appear nice on the streets, but when that Call of Duty lobby hits and that gameplay turns on, yeah, you know some people are saying some weird stuff. It's done. It's done. Someone sneezes in that lobby, you're done. Yeah, they're gonna just <laughs> cuss you out for no reason. I just remember like being a little kid, and I was, I was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. You're like, hey guys, you want my Call of Duty? <laughs> you get on, oh! <laughs> and all these guys are just cussing you out. Yeah, I remember sometimes I get my feelings hurt pretty bad. Yeah. But, but it made you learn how to have come back. It, def- <laughs> it definitely did. Like, I, I was like, I need to learn how to talk trash. Like, yeah, man. that'd be a good episode. Maybe learning how to talk trash. Comment if you guys know that Call of Duty lobbies are toxic. And if you would be scared that your audio got leaked, would that be something scary? Or would you be like, no, I'm perfect. I don't say anything bad on Call of Duty. <laughs> okay, so staying on the topic of toxic video games, I found a list that actually lists out some toxic video games. I feel like almost every video game nowadays are like toxic. Yeah, so these video games were voted to have the most toxic players. There's so many toxic people playing video games these days. Yeah, so starting at number 10 is Minecraft. Ninth is Overwatch eighth is rocket league seventh is world of warcraft and sixth is call of duty dude call of duty lobbies are so toxic that should be ranked number one i know so number five is fortnite fourth is halo third is league of legends second is dota 2 and the most toxic game or games is CSGO and valorant as technology develops i feel like the toxic players just continue to grow more and more i don't get how we got so toxic in the gaming community. Well, it's I just want, ridiculous now. Yeah, what I want to know is how do they, I mean, I get what you're saying like, about the whole toxic thing, but how are they coming up with what's judging making things more toxic or how are they justifying the placement? I mean, I don't know how they found it. It's just these players are just crazy in these games. Even like some of the friendliest games like Uno, like online, Uno Online, right? has some of the most toxic players you know what i mean okay i will be fair uno online gets intense okay it does (laughs) but anyone who's played uno online that gets crazy yeah but i'm just saying like they've turned in like every type of video game now has that whole idea of like yeah they're intense all video games are intense now right monopoly is intense you know what i mean so it's just so crazy how like when the games get intense they make it more intense the more toxic the community becomes, the more toxic the players are in these lobbies. Right. I'm surprised Fortnite was more toxic than Call of Duty. Yeah. But you got to remember, I do feel the age range of Fortnite players compared to Call of Duty players, Uh obviously Fortnite players, I think, are younger. Some of these little kids, man... they go kind of crazy like where are they learning this like bad <laughs> like all these bad words and stuff it's crazy it's insane okay well moving on after you just like you just literally just did a list of what i'm about to do well i'm <laughs> gonna tell you a crazy list of like this is this applies to everyone oh everyone that has a name this applies to you oh boy so you just live <laughs> this is for you so if you have a name Supplies. applies. Yeah, so do you know the most common first name that people have in the United States? Okay, I already know. I bet we have a lot of friends with these names. Yeah, so like I've said before, there's a bunch of research that has been done across like people that have lived and people that are living and all the census reports that have been documented have found which names are the most common across the whole United States. Well, let's hear the names. So starting in 10th place is Charles with 2,060,000 people having this name. In ninth place is Thomas with 2,140,000 people. In 8th place is Joseph with 2,317,000 people. In 7th place is Richard with 2,439,000 people. In 6th place is William with 3,520,000 people. In 4th place is Michael with 4,340,000 people. In 3rd place is John with 4,403,000 people. In 2nd place is Robert with 4,407,000 People and in first place, the most common name that anybody has in the United States is James, with four million six hundred and sixty thousand people having that first name. Okay, I know at least one person with every single one of those names. It's it's so weird, right? When you really think about it. Yeah. Like you do actually have a lot of friends with that name. Right. I honestly thought John was gonna be first. I didn't think it was gonna be James. Yeah. That's that crazy weird, though. Yeah. Because like, I know I can name off a lot of your friends that have that name, along right. with like obviously my friends. Right. But it's just crazy how. It's just, I don't understand how that happens. Think about this. Like, parents all around the world, like, all around the United States, right? Mm-hmm. They have their child. I'm going to name it one of these ten people. Like, what is the draw to these ten names? Like, why does that keep happening? I feel like all these names, though, are getting, like, out of date at the same time. Yeah. Because there is a lot of new names. Like, there's, like, Koa. There's, like, you know what I mean? There's There's, there's new names every day. Like, people are just coming up with, like, some crazy stuff. Yeah, like Elon Musk. <laughs> what's his name like i forgot what it is what i want to know is if any of you guys have these names like comment below and let's see like when we look through the comments what percentage of people actually have these names and let's see if it like actually makes sense that there is the top 10 names right because i think there. i know a like a person with every single name that you listed i'm just trying to think like when i have kids what would i want to name them you know i would want like a name that's not common yeah just no, don't name them any of those 10 then. I know, but even like me and you, like Ryan and Daniel, I feel like that's kind of common. In I play. know, I'm shocked that Ryan wasn't on there. Yeah. Because I feel like I know a lot of Ryans. Every, I, I every, know like three Ryans. Every year in school, <laughs> right? Every year in school, when my class, I always knew it'd be like, there's another kid named Ryan. So they would have to use our last <laughs> name, right? They'd go like Ryan O, Ryan C. Oh. Because there was always multiple. So I always expected like Ryan and i just wait. To hear the last name. Oh, oh yeah, true. that's me. Ryan is a common name. Yeah, I don't see how they make the list. Yeah. It's got to be at least the top 20. It's got to be. I hope. No, actually, I-, I don't hope. That's not good. You want to be, be a little rare. <laughs> okay, so moving on, I think it's theory time. Theory time, theory time. We should get some music to play <laughs> when, I, when I say that. <laughs> so I know last week you talked about The Incredibles, and you had a theory about Syndrome, but there's another crazy Incredibles theory. Another one. Like DJ Khaled. You know what I realize? Just when you think there's no more incredible theories, I mean, there's always another one. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a crazy Incredibles theory that Kari, the babysitter, unlocked Jack Jack's superpowers. What? It's so funny. Whenever like I, whenever I hear like Kari or something like, it reminds me of Carl from The Walking Dead. And you know how his dad's always like, Carl, Carl, <laughs> no Carl. You know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah. He's he, like, we got
0: we got to do this for Carl. you know he's always like carl aren't they having the finale didn't they have the finale yeah Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, guys. So in Incredibles 1, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible thinks Jack-Jack has no powers. Like, they think he's a normal baby. But when Kari's babysitting Jack-Jack, Kari's talking to Mrs. Incredible on the phone, and she tells her that she's gonna play Jack-Jack Mozart because it aids in neurological development for kids. Right. But in the short Jack-Jack attack, we actually see what happens when that phone call is over. So Kari hangs up the phone, and she immediately goes to play Mozart for Jack-Jack. And right when she hits play, you see Jack-Jack's eyes get super big. Like, they just blow up. And then immediately, his powers actually so kari is the one that turned him into a super i remember seeing that short but i never put them together like that was like the reason why he has powers right because you watch the movie and you're like you think nothing of it right mozart okay go ahead she's just kind of like a weird girl well i thought that it was one of those things where it just happened like he just had powers all of a sudden you know what i mean like right he has it in his blood and then all of a sudden he just decided to do it yeah but the fact is i think your theory is that kari the mozart music is what turned him into a super right like unlocked the power yeah because when you think about it all the kids like violet even said like jack jack just a baby yeah right? they thought he was human because like he wasn't showing any powers because dash and violet were probably showing powers at jack jack's age right and that's why they just assumed right that and makes sense all he needed was some mozart and boom jack jack attack <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what i don't know why, <laughs> why i don't say that <laughs> okay so moving on of like this is a kind of random. I don't even know why it's, I'm bringing this up. But it's, it's basically <laughs> like we, all could, we could all could use some of this help. All oh, right. Okay. I think this applies to a lot of people. Anybody that has a heartbeat, this applies to you. Wow. So I think it's very good. So now we have anybody that has a name, it applies to you. But now this is anybody who has a heartbeat it can apply to yeah so do you know how to survive a deadly situation without any help to be honest i suck in those situations okay so if you're ever about to be in a car crash research has found that when you want to survive you put your hands on the 10 and 2 position on the wheel and that gives you the best chance of survival and it said that you're supposed to try to relax your body relax your muscles and put your head to the back of the seat rest because if you're leaning towards the wheel or like if you're slouched over the airbags could literally shoot out and kill you so you're better off being further away from it i mean it makes sense if you're too close to the airbag it's gonna hurt you bad yeah and if you're ever having like a heart attack and you're waiting for emergency services to come help you you have to take like slow deep breaths but also sit with your back against the wall and have your legs straight up and make sure that your tailbone is a couple inches away from the wall because this increases like circulation throughout your body okay that one's actually kind of scary yeah and if you're ever choking you have like no one to help you you have to get like a sturdy chair or like an edge of a table or like literally like make a hand like a fist with your hands and push against your upper abdomen to like push your diaphragm to push all the air to like push up whatever's like in your throat that's stuck okay this stuff is actually good to know because i have no idea what to do in these situations yeah i mean i figured you wouldn't know i feel like the reason why i kind of know is yeah. because i went to emt school right which a lot of people don't know that, that I don't yeah think, a lot of people, have people ever don't talked know about that. that i don't think so yeah so i am also a licensed emt but this advice i'm not giving it to you as like advice it's more of like a tip because i can't i don't want to like legally say like this is how you survive this is more of just like what i read online yeah. Let's leave it at that. But I suck in these situations. Like, I'm horrible. Yeah, I mean, it is natural for, like, a lot of people to not know how to do these things, right? Yeah. Because usually, like, you you grew up, you're taught, like, oh, call 911 when you need help. Right. But sometimes, maybe you don't have a phone, or maybe you have no one around you, or you're just, like, something's not working, right? So you have to find a way to survive. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I've gotten better in, like, panicky situations. Yeah. But before, I used to panic a lot. Like, I used to just, like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's only natural, though. Okay, so on to the next topic of today. I think we got to bring back some scary story urban legend type of stories. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> I, I do feel like they are really, very interesting because you just never know. You know what I mean? Right. Because some urban legends, like, I feel like are 100% true. That they just call urban legends because they just didn't catch it on camera. But think about this. If there's, like, enough reports of something, I feel like we should believe it. Because you're telling me, like, 10 people can have the same experience and, like, it's all a lie? That is true. I do feel like there's some validity to, like, a bunch of reports of something. Yeah. Also, comment if you guys have ever experienced, like, an urban legend. Like, I would, I love reading people's experiences, like, because there's probably some urban legends around, like, where you live that you just don't know exist. Okay, so this one's really freaky. So you should always run away if a random girl asked you if she's pretty. What? So there was this really pretty lady that would go around her town and ask all the men in her town like, am I pretty? And obviously, all the men gave her a lot of attention because she was a pretty girl. But her husband hated this. So one day, her husband took her and he cut her mouth all the way from ear to ear, kind of like the Joker. Wait, he cut her face? Yeah, so because of this, she had to wear a face mask everywhere she went to cover up the cuts on her face. But she would still go around town and ask the men if they thought she was pretty. But if they said no, she would kill them. And if they said yes, she would take off her mask and say, how about now? And this time, if they said no, she would kill them. But if they say yes, she would take a knife and make their mouth exactly like hers and cut their mouth ear to ear dude that is freaky that's a scary dark story man is that kind of where i wonder like where they got the idea from the joker maybe that's so weird literally they cut like the joker and people have experienced this like i've seen it well that's the legend that's so weird who would make that up i feel like it's real comment if you guys have ever heard of this legend or if you feel like this is real yeah so on to the next one if you ever find a red crayon randomly in your house you should probably get out what's so bad about a red crayon so a married couple bought and moved into a new house because they got it for super cheap like it was weirdly cheap and on the first day of moving in the husband was walking through the house and he found a red crayon on the ground but the couple didn't have any kids so he thought this was really weird but he just threw the crayon away and then the next day he found a red crayon in the same exact spot As the day before. That is so weird. Yeah, so then the husband starts to get super weirded out and he decides to go around the whole house and start knocking on the walls to see if he could find a hollow spot. And after knocking for a really long time, he actually found one. And he started ripping off the wallpaper and it actually revealed a door that was nailed shut. I would flip out so hard if I found a door that was like hidden in my house. Yeah, so he started taking out all the nails on the door. And once he got all the nails off, he opened the door. And all that was in there was a little kid's chair and a red crayon. And written all over the walls was the phrase, Mommy, I'm sorry, please let me out. Wait, so there was a kid in there? Like a mom like trapped her kid in there. So like, let me get this straight. This guy's been living in this house. He's walking around the house, notices the crayon on the ground. Yeah. Multiple times, like this red crayon keeps appearing. Right. And every time he's throwing it away. Yeah, and they just moved in and they got the house for a super cheap price. Like really weirdly cheap. Yeah, but what's weird is red crayon keeps reoccurring after he throws it away like he's knocking on the walls trying to find a hollow spot finds a hollow spot finds a door nailed shut if that door is locked shut that person whoever's in there can't get out right so my question is one how did that person get in there two who like who owned the house before yeah three if that little kid is stuck in there how does the crayon keep coming out exactly even though it's getting thrown away it's kind of scary what do you think happened after the person got in I would have moved out of there I know I wonder like who sold in the house before if something's ever too good to be true it's probably not good if you're getting a house for a steal like it's like ridiculous yeah you probably shouldn't buy it I would love to hear like what happened after he found the whole like mommy let me out thing yeah because that's freaky written all over the walls in red crayon. It's just mommy, mommy, I'm sorry, let me out. Okay, so on to the final scary story. In a public restroom, you should never use the final stall at the end. Why not? So there's a legend called Akamanto, and apparently this legend has killed a lot of people. It's killed a bunch of people based on like which stall they use. So what happens is when you use the last stall in a bathroom, a creepy voice from Akamanto will ask you, red or blue paper? And if you say red paper, she'll kill you with a knife. But if you say blue paper, she'll just strangle you to death. And some people try to like trick her and say yellow paper. But if you say yellow, she'll just drown you in the toilet. And the only way to escape her is to completely ignore the question. Like don't even answer the question and she'll just walk away. Okay, so if you don't ever use the last stall in a bathroom, you're safe. Yeah, so never use the last stall. That's so scary because like sometimes when you get to the bathroom, all the stalls are taking but the last one. Yeah, just never use it. You got to just hold it a little longer. Got to hold out. Hold the line. <laughs> These legends are kind of freaky, man. They give you the, the heebie-jeebies. On this note, we'll move it on to Leia's segment called "Whose Side are You On? Where Leia comes on and talks about a real-life story. And we have to figure out who's right and who's wrong. And let us know if you guys feel sh- whoever's right and who's wrong. I-, I love to see, like, your guys' opinion on whose side are you on so that we can know. Like, are we, like, saying, like, the wrong thing? Like, agreeing to the wrong thing? Okay, so here comes Leia. This is "Whose Side You On?
1: Whose side are you on? Is the writer wrong or right? Am I wrong for snapping at my girlfriend because of her gift?
0: Yikes. Never. (laughs) Never do that. You smile and you just say thank you.
1: (laughs) I, 17 male, just had my birthday. I had gotten gifts from most of my friends and family. The worst gift was from my ex-girlfriend, 16. We have been dating for almost two years. Every time it's a special event, no matter what, my ex-girlfriend will not buy gifts. She will never buy cards. She's always used the excuse of she can't afford it, but she can afford gifts for her brother and sister. Every birthday, Valentine's Day, anniversary, she doesn't buy a gift. She instead bakes sweets like cookies, cakes, and pastries.
0: So, I mean, what's wrong with that?
1: I know. He says, I like them. They taste great, but I want a gift, not some cheap food.
0: Oh, gosh. Dude, what are you doing? <sighs> I, this is already <laughs> going bad for you
1: during my party she handed me a wrapped box i finally thought it was going to be a gift but oh no it was a box of cookies and cakes (laughs) i just went off on her and she and a few of her other friends left the party taking gifts with them which completely ruined it she's taking the cookies back
0: or taking gifts back gifts oh
1: she's cheap and clearly doesn't want to waste money on me now my friends are urging me to apologize to her and she's ignoring me she was the cheap one. I don't get why she's pissed at me. Was I wrong? Whose side are you on? Uh,
0: okay. All right. Come on. <laughs> come on, guys. What do you guys think? I mean.
1: She took the time to, like, bake him stuff. Like, yeah. come on.
0: Yeah. I mean, is he buying her gifts?
1: Who knows? I don't know. Are you? Are you buying her gifts? Are you too? buying
0: <laughs> her gifts? Are you but, baking things for her? But this is
1: also, like, an ex. Like, and she's still gifting him stuff
0: oh that's right They're exes now yeah and she's still making him cookies
1: yeah oh my gosh nobody's grateful anymore
0: (laughs) bro yeah you can't expect a gift you're lucky to be getting them cookies
1: yeah so you wrong boy
0: you wrong i'm sorry i mean (laughs) yeah you're wrong
1: (laughs) whose side are you on is the boyfriend wrong or right my boyfriend dumped dirty cat litter on me (laughs)
0: What's up with these boyfriends, man? Gosh.
1: Oh, my goodness. My 27 female boyfriend, 25 male, and I have been together for four years, living together for two. Last year, we got a cat named Milkshake. It was my (laughs) boyfriend's idea to get the cat, and he himself said he would take care of most of his needs. My boyfriend also said that the most I would ever need to do is feed him. Okay. I love the cat so much, I got out of my way to brush him and clip his claws when I needed and play with him. Anyways, my boyfriend quickly realized he really hates cleaning the litter box and (laughs) would leave it, if I don't notice, for days at a time. I usually find myself being the one who cleans the box, which I don't mind because I'd pretty much do anything for this cat. I went on a trip last week for a friend's wedding. I was gone for a full week and got back last night. Immediately when I got through the door, I could smell the box. It was terrible. The box. (laughs) I put my things down and greeted my boyfriend. After a few minutes, I asked him why he hasn't cleaned the box while I was gone and if he didn't smell it. He said he just didn't feel like it and the cat didn't mind it. (laughs) (laughs) This annoyed me and I said that he needs to clean it as soon as possible and that he shouldn't have to rely on me to do it all the time. He was visibly annoyed by me saying that, but it's all right, fine. I went to the cat's room I was laying on the couch for about 10 minutes and the next thing I felt was just litter and other things all over my chest and my legs. What? I screamed, what is wrong with you? And my boyfriend just shrugged and left the apartment. He hasn't come back yet, but I'm considering just changing the locks and throwing all his stuff out in the hallway since he isn't on the lease. This is something I just can't forgive so easily. Come on. He has to be in the wrong. Whose side do you want?
0: Yeah, he's wrong.
1: What a baby. Wait,
0: what? That's like, wait, I'm so confused.
1: He was basically just complaining about like, oh, I just don't want to clean it. And, like, she was gone, right? Yeah. But you would think that the poor cat, right, you'd want to take care of it and make sure that everything is clean and, like, sanitary. Right. But he just he just left it and then was being a whiny little baby and just, like, dumped the dirty cat litter all over her.
0: I'm pretty sure cat litter, like, that cat litter boxes, they're lethal in terms of if you inhale that into your lungs, it actually could do like a lot of damage. a good damage. amount of it, right? Like Well, I think just, even just like when people have like litter boxes in their house. Oh wow. If you don't have constant cleaning and like you, if you get too close to it mm-hmm. and inhale it, it could ruin you. It could get you chronically oh, sick. My gosh. Dude, you're wrong. I'm sorry like they'd be Go, hating on all, get all these boyfriends out, but Get out. Get out. <laughs> get out. Get out. Change them locks, throw his stuff out, whatever you got to do.
1: It's kind of like it reminds me of like what a toddler would do, you know. Well, like, yeah, I'm mad. Me. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> bro. The whole litter box. And it was dirty, too. It wasn't, like, clean.
0: <laughs> don't ever make him mad while he after he used the bathroom. Because <laughs> you got something else coming at you.
1: Oh, my gosh. Whose side are you on? Is my boyfriend right or wrong? I didn't react the right way to my husband's cheating prank, and now our marriage is not the same. I don't want to divorce over a, such a ridiculous thing. Oh, gosh. Ooh. I'm female, 35, and he's male, 33, and I can't believe this is really happening. I begged him to go to therapy with me, but he's refusing any type of conversation. About a month ago, while having Sunday breakfast, my husband left his iPad on the counter when I was doing the dishes and went to the gym. Now I think about it, he went out of his way to draw my attention to the iPad the whole morning, placing it on display and leaving it wherever I was. Now I know why. While I was loading the dishwasher, he got a text and pictures of a naked female torso and you missed this? The number belonged to Eve. I froze in my tracks. We've been married for two years, and we have two children together, male five and female three. Against my better judgment, I started looking, and there was this full conversation for over a week. He was cheating on me with this Eve girl. Oh my gosh. I can't describe the amount of pain I felt, and I ran to the bathroom vomiting and crying. Anyway, when he got back from the gym and asked me what was wrong, I just handed him the iPad and told him that he has gotten a text from Eve and that I needed to go out for a walk if he could stay with the children. He said, okay. I went for a three-hour walk. He texted me multiple times saying if I was okay and that I said I was fine. I just needed a walk. I don't remember crying this much in my entire life. When I got home, I told him that I knew about his affair and asked him, how are you going to do this? He's like, do what? I told him that we obviously can't stay married, but that I needed to know how we're going to do this with the least damage possible to the children. I told him that since he has parents living near, he could move out and let me stay with the children for now until we separated. Uh He was like, is that really all your reaction? Are you serious right now? Oh my God, I can't. Wait, what?
0: Wait, (laughs) what is going on?
1: I just looked at him all puzzled. What did he mean by this? I told him that I couldn't discuss this now because I was exhausted. He started yelling that I was so careless and cold. My reaction to his infidelity wasn't the proper reaction, or at least not the one he expected. What a weirdo. He then shoved the iPad in my hands and asked me to call Eve. I refused and ran to our room because I couldn't believe how cruel he was being wanting me to call his mistress. Call the number, he said, and I did. The number belonged to his friend, and he was laughing on the other line, saying it was all a prank.
0: What's even the point of the prank? Oh my god.
1: It took me a few moments to get it, but then I started crying. My husband was livid at the way I handled the prank. He was disappointed that I didn't care enough. I don't know what he wanted me to do. He couldn't explain what he expected me to act. He just yelled that he didn't expect this. Now, a month later, he's still so cold and distant with me. I tried to apologize and explain that I was hurt, but shocked because that wasn't him. I tried to explain that I just didn't want to hurt our children. I told him that I loved him so much and that if something was true, it would have broken me. I did this for a few hours. I believed the prank. He thinks I'm too cold and apathetic and my reaction was abnormal. So now he's cold and apathetic towards me. And I think this whole situation is so abnormal. Was he in the wrong? Whose side are you on?
0: Girl, your story is way too long. (laughs) 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 But, but you're, you're in the right, the writer of the story is right. I know. The husband's wrong. Like, what are you doing?
1: I mean, like, okay, first of all, what a cruel prank. Second of all, like, you can't get mad just because you're not satisfied with the reaction of the person that you're pranking. Especially being your wife and there's kids involved. You know, someone's going to take cheating seriously. I don't understand what
0: his goal was.
1: It was just a funny prank to him, and his friend was in it, too.
0: That doesn't seem like...
1: Yeah, and he wasn't satisfied with her reaction, so...
0: That's really, like... Oh, my gosh. Dude, what is people doing? Like, what... Comment if you guys feel like, who who's right here? I don't... It's, like, obviously, it's the wife is right.
1: Yeah. I don't know. It was just, like, a, such a... I don't know. I have a headache reading that. I know. That was rough. <laughs> but, yeah. Wife, you're you're in the right
0: you're, You, you go yeah you like, get away from that guy
1: thing.
0: you should actually have an affair on the guy well okay no like, no no we're not okay we're not you're right you're right all right <laughs> well, well thank you leah anyway. anyway. thank you for being here we appreciate you <laughs> see you next week Okay, guys, thank you so much for watching this week's podcast and listening to the podcast. If you're new to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and also hit the like button. If this video gets 3K likes, 7K likes, 3K, 5K. Okay, fine. We'll be in the middle. If this video gets 5K likes, we'll be giving away one of these hot toys. And you guys can just pick whichever one you want. Yeah. And we'll send it to you. We'll ship it to your house. Also, comment what you want us to talk about next week. As you guys saw throughout this video, we took your guys' suggestions from last week. And we talked about it this week. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on TikTok. And we'll see you guys next week, Saturday. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. We'll see you on the Tiki Talk. God bless you guys. See ya. Love ya.